listening to everybody. All right, gang, we are totally out of sorts. It's Wednesday night. We tried to record earlier today. <laughs> it did not go well. It was a shit show. We spared y'all from the eight minutes that we tried to record. Is it showing up on there? Yeah, it's just a little small. I'll amplify it in post. I'll fix it all in post. All right. It's going to sound great. We tried to do it sober at noon. Didn't go well. A disaster, yeah. Uh, we went out, got some beers, now we're back. Got yeah. some beers, played a game of uh, Mary Fuck Kill. Yeah, with various DiCaprio characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we're ready to uh, play this this game of describing What about the Mary Fuck Kill Bachelor version? Oh, yeah. So who do we got? Well, I guess we can't do the last four because that's numerically off. Right. Yeah, we gotta wait till the last. Let's do the last three. Fuck Tyler, marry Tyler, <laughs> kill Luke P. Yeah, yeah. So kind of two Tyler options there. Okay, well now we know where you stand with Tyler C. Finally, we know that you're attracted to Tyler C. One reason why our podcast did not go well this afternoon when we tried to record is because Ryan was talking complete shit about my notes. So here's the deal, gang. We're in Seattle this week, and so... Maybe you've heard of it, home yeah. of Amazon. <laughs> and uh, so we had to watch this in two separate shifts. We watched the second hour first. And our kids were totally in front of the damn television. My child was running around screaming while Luke P. was throwing baloney in Garrett's lap. Now Charlie's yelling, I fucked in a windmill. <laughs> Charlie's saying, I had sex and Jesus still loves me. And we did it twice. <laughs> All right. Um, so we had to take note. I, we watched the show live together for the second half. But for the first half, we watched it yesterday. This is what we do for y'all. We watched it yesterday. Ryan had we watched it on his laptop, so Ryan could not take notes. So then we sit down to record today, and Ryan just starts talking uh, mad shit about how sucky my notes were. And then when I called him on it and started saying, uh, "Yeah, well, these are my notes. Once you suck a dick, <laughs> once you eat a bag of dick, yeah. yeah." He got super defensive. Totally defensive. We had to shut yeah. the show down. Yeah, we uh, we called it off, gang. So here we are for you, fresh, drunk, ready to talk about this Ryan's episode. Ryan's still going to make some comments about my notes. I'm not going to say a thing. I learned you. my lesson. I'm not going to say a thing about your notes. I accept that they're amazing. And I appreciate you mm-hmm. taking notes. Uh, yeah, so, but it is... Uh, it is a different show. We're working uh, from kind of a half-viewed episode of this with our kids screaming in front of Which the TV. Which is okay because this season has gone to shit. Right. I mean, why, why can't we just air last week's episode talking about how much we hate the Luke P. drama? Because it's the same damn drama this week. So, what? I mean, what's changed? Luke P.'s talking about the guys and they're telling him not to, but he's doing it anyways. Ooh, that's original. That's fresh TV right there. That's fresh. <laughs> All right. Genius. Can we go into this? Yeah, quick shout outs. Harper is oh, falling right. asleep to us right now. Um, so yeah, thanks Harper telling us that you like to fall asleep to your pod- to our podcast. That's great. That makes me feel real good about myself. And uh, we have no Amsterdam listeners, so shout out to our listeners in Amsterdam, New York. Nine of you. We love you. Okay, let's do this. We got the last, last week before hometowns. I want to make a general comment that yes. I made today when we recorded at noon before you talked so much shit mm-hmm. about my notes. Before I ruined the podcast. Before you, yeah, just really hurt my feelings. Yes. 
really uh, caused some strife in our marriage. I would love to see your notes one day. Great. I bet you, you thought that of maybe taking notes. an eight-hour break would mean that we were moving away from this notes debacle. No, oh, I didn't think that at all. <laughs> Not for a second. Uh, um, my general comment is that this Luke P. fight has become the fence jump of this season and I don't even care about it anymore. Like right. when they first showed it in the trailer, I was like, oh my God, I can't wait for this. And now I'm like, yeah, it's obviously it's yeah. fucking Luke P. Yeah. He's the worst. We all knew this was coming. Hannah, you're the worst for keeping him around yeah. and not seeing this, like letting him do some sort of exorcism group prayer <laughs> on you. And so now I feel like I'm just like, Fuck this wall jump. Well, right. Well, that's the thing is I'm not... One, they've showed us pretty much the entire fight. The only reason I'm excited for this is because it means hopefully the Luke P will go home, but maybe not because he's like the undead monster that just you're like, oh, he's got to be dead this time. At and this point, he's though, I feel like, you know what, Hannah? You deserve to choose him at the end. Yeah, well, I normally don't go in for the like... Oh, if she's keeping so and so around, how can she also be uh-uh. interested in me? This long? But normally, I normally I don't go in for that. But I'm in for that this time. I feel like if I were Jed, I would be like, you know what, peace, peace out. Yeah, yeah you, like, you guys you have fun together. You want to keep this guy around? Why yeah. don't you? You have made this bed, and now you can sleep in it, oh, but not having sex, right? Because that's you got to keep that bed pure. All right. Well, speaking of Jed, that's our first date this week. All right, Seamless so it's transition. the last week Working before hometown. Working off these good notes. They're good notes. Say oh. it one more time. They're I good fucking notes. Dare you. They're good notes. I appreciate you taking notes while because I couldn't do it. Appreciate you. All right, so where are we going with this? I'm gonna murder you in yeah. your sleep tonight. Yeah, gang. If we don't <laughs> record another episode, it's because Anna killed me and I had it coming. So. No jury, (laughs) no jury in the world would convict her at this point. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, (laughs) I present for the wrong reasons. (laughs) For the wrong reasons, Hannah, episode eight. Yeah, they're just gonna have to listen to this. But hey, I bet a bunch of them will give us five star reviews, which nobody did this week. Thanks, gang. We had no new reviews, and uh, we have random anonymous viewers. I think they might be named Rachel and Katie, who are threatening to give us one-star reviews for our late publication of the podcast. You know what? Quality over quantity. Quality over speed. And you know what, gang? We work hard for you. Yeah, we work hard for the money. For that sugar bear money. All right, so let's get into this Jed date. So uh, they're in Amsterdam, as we mentioned. It appears that uh, Jed and Hannah's date is just walking around the streets and canals of Amsterdam. Yes. Yeah. Um, she does the classic bachelorette move where they are all hanging out. The guys are hanging out and she's like, speaking of dates, let's go on one. Jed, you want to come with me? Um, the guys get a good jab in because they're like, oh, he doesn't even have his guitar with him. Yeah, good like, job, How can Jed go on a date without his guitar? I mean, he's basically here to launch his country music career. Amsterdam loves Jed. She's... The Netherlands loves Jed. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, you got it. You got it. What do you got? She says that they are natural together. Mm-hmm. I don't see that. Um, they take a boat. I know you got a kick out of this in my notes. They dance to a weird Dutch band machine. You know what I realized that it looked like? What? Uh, it's a small world after all. Yeah, yeah, because it's got like little puppets in it. Mm-hmm. Little marionettes. There's like a dude like hiding <laughs> behind playing the the machine. And then this is where 
Jed does his little heel clicking yes. dance. I which missed is, all. I know. I missed all. That's that. all right. That's why we're here for each other. We're a couple. We prop one. One of us props the other one up. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and that was the most important moment of Hannah's life. Later, when Jed had clicked his heels, but uh, I still don't get that. Yeah. I don't know what. Well, and yeah, he jumps and clicks his heels. She tries and fails, and then does it again. Um, they sit down with some uh, Nether- old Netherlander couple. Yes, the woman asks, uh, she says, oh, you're not from the Netherlands. And Jed tells her that they're English. To which Anna says, we're not English. And she's not wrong. Yeah. Like, what is Jed talking about? Yeah, Jed, what are you What are you saying, my friend? <laughs> we're British. Yeah. Hello. Name's Jed. Um, he says that his feelings are easy and effortless. And she says that she feels the same way. He also says that he'll feel better if she just... Opens up. Yeah, I bet, bet you he will. will. Ooh, yeah. boom, boom. That's what uh, Luke P's afraid of. <laughs> I feel better if you just open up in this windmill. Um, so the Netherlander couple says that they've been together 54 years and they got married after 10 days. I feel like that's not the message that anyone in The Bachelorette needs to hear right now. Well, I mean, it confirms the show. Sure. Well, that's what I'm saying. But none of these people are going to end up married and together for 54 years. They might. So. Okay. Well, check. Let's check back, I gang. In 54 that years from now, is like the Bachelor. Sorry, I got to take this sweatshirt off. Yeah, that sweatshirt that I got you today BT at dubs, Ross. It's real cold here in yeah. Seattle, guys. Yeah. Right, gang. It's a uh, raining summer, so it's 65 yeah. degrees. A balmy 65. Um. I mean, I feel like this is the whole point of the show is that something like that can happen. And like, no, isn't it romantic? It It is romantic that this Netherlander couple did it, but uh, it's unlikely. I'm picking at my toes again like I always do. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. See, that's the kind of thing that I don't tell you 10 days in is like, yeah, 10 years from now, your husband's going to be picking at and his toes. Like, and she's like, it's wonderful. And I'm like, I'm going to murder you. Yeah. No, I mean, you're going to murder me over these notes comments that I made. All right, Jed gets a rose, yeah. and she says that she wants their romance to be written in the stars. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, she does. Speaking uh, of a romance, you would like to be written in the stars. Tyler, Tyler gets C. the next one-on-one. Yeah. Um, they are <laughs> riding horses. So he these dates before the hometown kind of are loaded, and he says he would love for Hannah to come home and meet Nana and Mama and the whole crew. <laughs> the whole gang. Where? Yeah. He's Sissy. from Florida, yeah. right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Sissy, Nanny P, J- Nanny M. Jim Bob. <laughs> Bob Jim. <laughs> the whole gang. Um, They're riding horses, which is my nightmare date. It is your nightmare date. Yeah, we talk about this every time horses come up. And this confirms. I'm not doing anything with my feet. Are you looking at me? I'm just looking. Yeah, just making sure. Um, (laughs) No, this we talk about this every time. And I feel like this confirms. You have it in your notes here. This is why I hate horses. Yeah, because they're assholes. Yeah. Because Hannah's like... You got to treat him right. You got to talk right to him and respect him. And then they'll listen to you. And then she's like, this guy won't go either. Yeah. She's like, mama says, walk forward to get this pickled <laughs> herring. the horse is like, fuck yeah, you, bitch. I don't want that pickled herring. It's fucking disgusting. But I liked it that Tyler C. the whole time was just saying, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. No, Tyler C. was like, uh, not not into this, which normally I feel like would be He doesn't bad. like horses. Well, I was going to say for you, it would be fine. That uh, it wouldn't be a turn off that he doesn't like 
my courses. I just like what's the fun in going to an urban city like Amsterdam and being like, we're gonna ride horses, horseback riding through, through town. the streets yeah. of because yeah. they've done this before. There was a um, there was another date where they did like an urban cowboy, like let's ride horses in the streets of Austin. Oh right, or like didn't they ride it through like Beverly Hills, oh, Rodeo Drive, yes, and the horse like right. took it a shit in like a really nice store? I think yeah, that was Rachel maybe? Rachel yeah, that's right. Cousin. Yeah. But anyway, they eat a bunch of stuff. They eat pickled herring. Um, Tyler says he's been tripping because he's been in his head too much. Straight tripping. Not sleeping. Um, He says that when they were in Riga, that was the first time that he really started comparing himself to other people. Got in his head. Tyler, you don't get in your head, buddy. He's being honest with her. It's being dirty and raw. And well, that's Hannah what she says, wants. I want to know the dirty and the raw. She grills him, too. How did yeah. you feel about this grilling situation? When they talked about his parents. Just the whole thing. She was just like, open up, open up. It was like a like defense attorney on the stand. I, I am a little annoyed by it. Okay. Because I feel Tell like it's... It. Um, I don't think that Hannah is all that open, actually, with the guys. Like, I felt like she wasn't open with Colton. Um, I think that she's demanding a level of vulnerability from them that she's not reciprocating. And maybe a level of vulnerability that's unrealistic for three weeks in when you're dating six guys at once. Or even, like, unrealistic, just general. I feel like maybe somebody like Tyler just... He doesn't want Is to do it? that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? He expresses himself through dance. That's where he makes himself vulnerable. I don't know. I feel like I've gone through different phases of really liking Hannah. And I think now I'm on a little bit of a downward spiral of just disliking her because of the Luke P stuff. Like right. she says, I don't want to be in a relationship 10 years from now and not be able to communicate with my husband. Well, then why the fuck are you keeping Luke P around? Oh, because like, he'll communicate. I mean, just terribly. He'll yeah. Just like you like, just have to yell at my him. Hair, a horrible person. And then it'll be like, I want to scream. <laughs> I don't want you to be naked. What are you doing now? Nothing. Something. Nothing. All right, well, you're yeah. either playing with your foot or you're playing with your dick. So which one is it? My foot. But in <laughs> biblical parlance, that's a euphemism for the dick. That's a fun biblical fact. So when somebody says, like, my foot. Yeah. Was... Yeah, it would be like, they laid at his feet, but it's really his dick. <laughs> that's not true. Yes, it is. It's biblical euphemism. Robin, I hate to ask you yeah. to do this so late in the season, but... Robin, I know you're celebrating the 4th of July somewhere, but will you look up uh, biblical euphemism? When Daniel was like, what's Daniel's friend's name? Or well, David the... and uh, Jonathan. Yeah, when yeah. he's like, Jonathan sucked my foot. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan rubbed my feet, and my emissions were like those of donkeys. <laughs> No, real? but that's in uh, Deuteronomy. It's one of the naughtiest <laughs> verses in the Bible. Putting the dude in Deuteronomy, <laughs> <am I> right? <laughs> this Bible podcast is yeah, killing Yeah, I it. love our Bible podcast. All right, gang. Um, All right. Um, the, Mike gets the next one-on-one. Can we talk about Hannah and touch dis and her parents and how they communicate on national television? Oh, yes. Because yeah. that's what leads her to say about 
blah, blah, blah. I don't want to be in a relationship 10 years from now. Cause she says that the way that her parents communicate is not the way she wants to communicate in a marriage, which is interesting. Would you say that about your parents? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not on national television, but yeah, on a podcast on a, that they don't listen to. Podcast. Yeah. A I podcast that they don't like, know how to find on their phones. Sure. Because on the one hand, I feel like everybody can, sorry. Some now what's going? Now who's picking at their, their I'm not body? I'm picking at my face. I got eyelashes coming off. Okay. Um, I think that everybody can like. I don't know. I what am I trying to say? Like, I feel like she's throwing stones in a glass house. Like, okay, Hannah, you've never been married. Like, why don't you see what it's like to be married first, and then talk about. How, like, criticizing your parents for the way they communicate. I don't know. Well, I guess my feeling is everybody can learn from their parents and, like, well, I want this, I don't want that. But I don't think you need to do that on national TV with someone that you've been dating for three weeks. Right. I'm perfectly happy to say in front of 1,020 listeners that I don't want to communicate like my parents. Try 1,200. Yeah. But that's because they'll never hear this. Um all right. Okay, so now Mike, Mike gets the one-on-one yeah. date card. So Connor knows that he's on the group date, and he freaks out a little bit. He's, By the way, gang, Connor is still here. I Well, it said something to me. So when we came into the episode in real time on the night that it Mike, aired on Monday through. night, it started with Mike's date. And we'll catch up to this eventually, but essentially what that means is that Connor had already been cut. And we watched the whole episode, and I never once thought, wait a minute, where's Connor? yeah. So that did say something. So Connor was there from from the beginning of the date moving forward, of the episode moving Mm -hmm. forward. But at this point, he freaks out. Um, He says that he has strong feelings for Hannah, but he's never brought someone home. And he has trouble seeing himself being able to do that if he doesn't have a one-on-one. Well, he's never brought someone home because he's 16 years old. (laughs) I like Connor. Although I did see people arguing Connor for Bachelor and like, please, good God. Mike for Bachelor. I I saw a lot. Jesus Christ. What else? Are there other options at this point? I saw a lot of pro-Mike comments. If Tyler C. doesn't get picked, I want Tyler. Yeah, but I think Tyler C. is a strong contender at this point. Yeah. All right. Um, so Connor goes to talk to Hannah. And interrupts her at the hotel. And I feel like it's one of those things where she's like, oh, what are you doing here? Well, but at like, first she like, seems happy. And then he's like, uh, yeah, why am I not getting a one-on-one? She's like, uh, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. Well, she makes the point that we just made, which is like, you always fade into the background. Like, he does. I mean, mm-hmm. he's... I feel like he's one of those people who, like, he's a perfectly nice guy, but he's not good for TV. And that's yeah. going to, you know, that's going to be and the death of you And she says there's here. nothing bad about their time together, that there's just other relationships that she has stronger feelings for. And she just says, I don't know if I can see it. Uh, I it's think not enough before hometown. Yes. And he's gone. And now we've caught up to where our live viewing was. So yeah. this is on Mike's day. Yeah, now our notes diverge at this point. So we'll see what happens. Oh, I can't wait. Now yeah. this is Do you want to look at my your... notes and see? Yeah. Yeah, I would like to look at them mm-hmm. and rip them up. Yeah, you'll see that I spelled paintings wrong. I'm going to look at them and throw your laptop into the wall. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> the... 
digital equivalent of tearing them up. Oh, but I yeah. can't tear up your right, nose. Yeah. So. You could print them out and then tear <laughs> them up. I could print them out here in Seattle, fly back to Alabama, get them from the printer that we're right. connected to up at the UAH campus. <laughs> right. And tear fly them to back to Seattle. <laughs> you just wait here. I'll be back in a day and a half <laughs> yeah. with your notes. I'm so angry about these notes. All right. She says love is a possibility with Mike and that they're going to bike. She's going to bike with Mike. Oh, bike with Mike. Also, she's drawn to him. I don't know if you have any idea about what kind of date that's leading to, but she's drawn to him. It's an art date. (laughs) (laughs) This reminded me. So we'll we'll get there in a second. We'll get there in a second. They, um, They bike together and then they do... An afternoon of painting each other. I would have thought that maybe they would have put a play on art and heart. Yeah, right. Like you have my art. My art is in your hands. Mm. Yeah. By the way, gang, we totally forgot to get our academic titles ready. So we're going to have to do I that had later. one good one. Okay, let's hear it. I don't have it completed yet. Okay, let's see. Maybe I'll help but you. But if it was show. here for the wrong reasons, but H-E-A-R. Oh. And then like auditory. Oh, like Aural facets of the Bachelor franchise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mine was uh, bros before hoes, homosocial bonding in the Bachelorette franchise. That sounds like a legit paper. Yeah, that's probably already been published, actually. You got to get that JoJo song. Yeah. In there. <laughs> <laughs> got to transcribe that whole thing. Maybe it could be a digital piece and I could put that in there. <laughs> I'm actually counting all these podcasts as peer reviewed publications. That's how yeah. I got tenure. Folks at home, you're our peers reviewing More this. than some of us has done. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they start drawing each other um, in their drawing date. Oh, love is art, by the way. Just a, a quick metaphor for you. <laughs> love is kind of like art. There's a lot of passion, a lot of patience, a I, lot of well, beauty. The woman, they go to an art gallery, and this artist comes out, and she says, maybe we can do an afternoon of painting each other. Yeah. I thought that they meant like body painting. Like literally, yeah, because yeah. that's a sexy day Carly right there. Carly and Evan yeah. did that. Yeah, that's how their second child Instead, was Instead, they're actually. doing Titanic-esque, paint me draw, like one of your French girls. Draw me like one of your French girls. Mike, draw me like one of your French girls. <laughs> I want you to draw me wearing only this. Mike says, Hannah's painting of him looks like Dodo the Clown. <laughs> Which I was like, not a real clown, A. Also, I have in my notes, it looks terrible. It yeah. does look really bad. We says yeah. uh, that Hannah is 100% my muse. <laughs> but then she's like, I look terrible. I like, she does a little like flash dance pose on the chair where she leans back. She makes it look like she's going to like pull the fake cord and the shower is going to fall on her. Um, um, and then Mike says to capture her beauty... That's God's creation. I can't capture that. Sounds like you're channeling a little Luke P there, Only my God friend. can do that, yes. <laughs> God must have spent a little more time on you, Hannah. <laughs> um, so then the woman paints them both. And what this is where I, what I was getting to earlier, alluding to, is that this is like when we got those French artists to draw our dogs. Yeah. Yeah, we got French street artists not to draw us, but to draw pictures of our dogs Based on cell phone pictures that and we have. they're really good. I yeah. don't feel bad about it. They're hanging up in our house right now on a mm-hmm. wall of art we have that's entirely devoted to our two dogs. Yes. Yeah. As I've said before, the only thing that separates us and those 
that couple that records songs about their terrier from Best in Show mm-hmm. is that they have a full recording studio. God loves a terrier. <laughs> Um, she says, it's crucial that tonight I can see a future with Mike. She says that right now, um, she doesn't know what his family, what his, she doesn't know what she would say if his female family members asked how she feels about him. Because he has mentioned before that he has three queens. Right. And he wants Hannah to be the fourth queen. Well, when you're the fourth queen in the row, it's hard to answer to the other three queens. I want to be the first queen. That's what I'm going to be queen say. number one. Yeah. I'm Queen Latifah. <laughs> um, all right. They go to dinner in an art gallery. Uh-huh. Is this the the real girl with the pearl earring, the Vermeer? I believe so. All yeah. Because right. Hannah's looking at it and crying. This was the best scene in the entire episode. They for just me. keep like zooming in on her face closer and right. closer. Like her eyes and the girl with the pearl earrings eyes. And it's like super ominous music. Right. And then she starts crying when she looks at that painting of St. Catherine, which we'll get to in a minute. So I will say one thing about Hannah that to me is a positive. Um, I do think that she shows a lot more emotion than a lot of the typical bachelor or bachelorettes that we've gotten. Sure. Like, sometimes you see them cry, and I would put cry in scare quotes, Mm -hmm. because they look like they're either trying to fake cry, or, like, they're kind of mimicking crying, but you don't actually see any tears. Like, I feel like Hannah is very invested in the process. She's she's really crying here. Yeah. Well, I'll give this to her, too. An art lover. High culture, appreci- appreciator of culture. Yeah. yeah. What? I mean, hey, how many would uh, would all our bachelor and bachelorettes be moved by art in this way? She's not being moved by the art. She's thinking about Mike. She is uh, comparing this classical art to her own experience on a reality television show, which is what you're supposed to do at the museum. Compare the art to your own life. I think that she's stressed out at this point. What don't... I mean, what? Nothing. Am I being a you jerk? got your joke in. Okay. No, it's you're not being a jerk. You just have your joke set out that you want to make, and you're not really listening to me. No, you're saying that she's the art is irrelevant. It's a way to express her emotions about Mike, which is what she's really crying about. Yeah. It's not that she is moved by the beauty of the art. It's that she's stressed out about having to cut Mike. That's what I believe. Yes. All right. Okay. Um, she says that to be surrounded by so much beauty is overwhelming. And I think he, I don't have it in my notes, my bad, but he, I feel like he makes a similar comment about being surrounded by her beauty. Oh, I Drops don't have that in my notes in. either, does I mean, he? If really? he didn't, he should have. I don't It would have been a good that. line. There's your line. I'm going to punch up your dialogue <laughs> a little bit, Mike. I'm pretty sure he said something to that effect. He's a smooth talker. Yeah. She talks about how she saw a painting of St. Catherine and there are men in the background fighting and she said it just like really encompasses everything I'm going through right now. Mm -hmm. Hannah the art critic. Yeah, it captures... Hannah the patron saint. Yeah. It captured that painting actually was forecasting her trials and tribulations as the bachelorette. She cuts Mike. She She says that she knows she's not the fourth lady. Yeah, not the fourth um, queen. And Mike is very gracious. He says, I don't know what to say except thank you for being honest. 
Um, she tells him that she's proud of who he is and the man that he is. I saw that she tweeted that her parents were upset at her for cutting him. Oh. That they really liked him. Yeah, well, and I, you can tell that she really respects him and likes him. And she says, like, you deserve to be loved. Um, later, Mike says it's like her putting a dagger in my heart and then stepping on it. So mm-hmm. he was gracious at the time, which is good. But he, you could tell he was heartbroken as he was leaving. You know, who's not heartbroken to see Mike go is Luke P. Luke is... Who was uh, thrilled yeah. <laughs> to see the suitcase go. Ugh, this um, guy. It's, you know, here's the thing about Luke P. He's, I think he's one of the worst villains in Bachelor history because he's not entertaining. And he's well, not interesting. Well, he's also not... I don't think that he's putting it on for TV. Like, right. I think this is legitimately who he yeah, is. Yeah, he's just a terrible And so person. because of that, he's just a bad person. Like, he's not... And that, I think, circles back around to him not being entertaining. He's not entertaining because he's not trying to put on a show. Right, He's right. just being himself. Because, like, con- contrast this with... Last season's villain Jordan, who was like a delight or and like barely Chad, a villain. Even Chad, who yeah. was a terrible guy. Yeah. But... but who was amping it up for the kill. Like you could tell that Chad was like cranking himself up to an 11. Right. You know, like I don't like Chad and I'm not defending him, but I feel like he knew what he was doing was fun for the cameras. And Luke is just trying to be Luke, which Hannah doesn't seem to be able to understand. Um, all right. So. I mean, God, we have to dissect this. I have like four pages of notes about Luke being a dickhead. Oh my God, I have like a paragraph. It's just, why do you take all these notes? It's just, Luke sucks. Yeah, that's that's your notes. There you go. I mean, Luke tries to tell Tyler that he's the problem in the house. He's just crazy, you know? So they end up going on what becomes a two-on-one. Right. So it's Luke... And Garrett and Hannah. And... Well, and we should mention Peter was there at the beginning. And Peter gets the rose. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. It's a three-on-one. Mm-hmm. So there's three guys on the date and one one rose. Well, there, there's two roses, right? But Luke Peter... does this math because he's like, there's three guys and one rose. Now there's two guys left. Like, I don't... Well, yeah, because he says, it's simple math. And then he does the whole math. Even though it's very simple math, he does a long calculation of the math for us. Yes. So Tyler says, Garrett, Peter, we're praying for you. Luke, just keep your head out of your ass. There's more stay in your lane conversations. I mean, my God. I'm sick of the whole thing. Like, I'm sick of the stay in your lane I'm sick. I just, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm done with this season. Yeah. Well, the only person who comes out okay on this is Peter. I feel like even Gary yeah. gets annoying because he just gets sucked into this drum. Like anyone who gets sucked into this Luke circle is irritating. Well, and Garrett, I, no, I agree with that because I think that Garrett also like said, I love you just as a last ditch. Oh, sure. You know, Absolutely. he was. He was criticizing Luke P. for doing a last-ditch Hail Mary, but I think that's exactly what Garrett's I Love You was. Right, right. So, I mean, we should get to... So, I mean, gang, you already know what happens, which is Luke P. says, I'm definitely not going to talk about any of you guys on this date. And then immediately pulls Hannah aside and is like, here's what's going on. And makes it... I mean, he does the same thing he always does. He's like, I'm really concerned because Jed... Told me to keep my head out of my ass. And that just concerns me. He's like, for you. I worry about it for you. Right. I, I'm concerned. He said that concerns the hell out of me. 
for you. Oh, because Garrett said that he was being fake to Luke P mm-hmm. about tolerating him. It's just like a game of high school drama. Yeah. Nobody cares about any of this. Yeah. Um, God. And uh, yeah, I don't know. And then we, can we talk about the baloney? We have to, even though our son, so our son had the audacity <laughs> to run in front of the television and make a bunch of noise during this baloney scene, which good thing Harrison sent it on Instagram so we could watch it 12 times before the episode. So did they, so you want to describe what happened? No, go wanna, ahead. Go okay. ahead. So got the notes. <laughs> Peter swoops in and does a great job of being Peter who doesn't. Get caught up because in Because Luke tries. Like, Luke yeah. is like, hey, man, I just need you to know that this is what Garrett was saying. But, like, he just tries to get Peter in on the drama, too. And Peter's like, dude, I'm not here for this. Right. You're stupid. And then he gets the first rose and he's out of there, which is great. Um, so then Garrett and Luke, they spend a lot of this episode just standing, staring at each other. And just saying, like, back and forth, good. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, great. I know yeah. it is great. Well, that's a lot of my notes are Garrett, good. Luke, good. Garrett, very, very good. Um, so, yeah, Garrett tells Luke again to stay in your lane. Luke says, I've been given nothing but the entire truth. I'm sick of seeing this fake smirk on your face. And Garrett said, which I actually like, he said, oh, this is a real smirk. And anyway, this fight builds, and so they're sitting, and there's like a pile of bologna on the table, which, I mean, the producers must have put this there knowing that this would happen. I mean, that's the only scenario that I can imagine that makes any sense, well. is that they fed him this, like, hey, we put a bunch of bologna out. <laughs> uh, Luke, why don't, here's a line for you, buddy. Uh. Uh, so Luke grabs the bologna and says, here's a pile of bologna, and dumps the bologna in Garrett's lap. Can we talk about how before this, Luke P. talks, it gives actually more detail about his encounter with God? Yeah, does that come before or after? I have it as after, but yeah, no, he gives us even more details about this. Yeah, which Oh, and because before even this, while Peter's still on there, we have to talk about how Peter's last name is Weber. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I love the sound of Hannah Weber. (laughs) And he's like, Hannah's going to meet the Webbers. I just have in my notes, L-O-L-L-L-L-L-L. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ready to meet the Webbers. Nah, it's not going to be that great, Hannah. Um. All right. So Luke tells us the more details of his story of God in the shower. Yeah. He says he glimpsed heaven in yeah. the shower. He looked up he at the ceiling tiles. He says he got tiles. in the shower. He felt a heavy weight on himself. And a voice told him, Luke. Let it go. <laughs> Let and it he go. looked up and saw heaven. Let it go. It was actually Elsa in the shower. Hannah says it was really cool to hear him share his testimony. Well, I feel like she gets suckered in by this nonsense. Like that's how he gets her is like, yeah. hey, I'm super Christian and everything. Because uh, like I heard God in the shower. Well, it's like we get to see that group right. prayer. Yeah. And one of the people in the background is holding a snake. No, they're not. No, but I, I, you can imagine it. Um, I actually, so something I didn't like. So she throws the baloney at Garrett to get back to this. And Garrett's like, I'll pick that up, which is a nice gesture. I don't want Harrison to have to pick up all the baloney. Sure. Um, so he picks up the, the baloney. that Harrison can do. And puts it away. Yeah, because since Harrison doesn't do anything. Do we see him entirely on this day? I don't think we see him this whole episode. He's too busy getting stoned out of his mind. <laughs> He's at the red light district this entire time. I do not like Garrett's um, 
like gay panic comment though. What when was Garrett it? was like, "You're licking your lips because you're attracted to me," because Luke like they're staring at each other and Luke li- licks his lips. And yeah, Garrett, yeah. I don't, I don't care for gay panic, Garrett. I don't appreciate that. Um, but anyways, yeah. I liked it when Garrett did the. Hannibal Lecter imitation and like put the baloney on his face. <laughs> like uh, Jim Carrey and uh, Cable Guy. Yeah, and yeah. like Dwight. Yeah, Silence of the Lambs. All right. So, I mean, God, what else do you want to talk about with this? I mean, mine are, my notes are fizzling out. I have Garrett saying that he loves her and he says, I'm buzzing so hard right now. It hit me like a ton of bricks today. That's always a bad sign when someone tells you they're falling in love with you and that it hit them like a ton of bricks that day. Well, I like how he's like, I used to wait years before I would say that. (laughs) But today the album just came out. Right. Like maybe try to get somewhere in the middle there where it doesn't take you three years to say I love you, but maybe wait longer than three weeks. You kind of on both ends of the extreme, my friend. Well, also at the end when he gets cut, so spoiler alert, Luke gets the rose and he doesn't. He says, ah, it's going to be a long time before I open myself up like that again. Good, Garrett. Like maybe you should wait a couple of months before you say, yeah, he's going to say, Garrett was built for Bachelor in Paradise. (laughs) He was built in a lab. For Bachelor in Paradise. (laughs) What is the humidity going to do to that hair, do you think? You can only wait. Yeah, I can't wait to find out. I got nothing. Luke P. gets the rose. We got... I mean, I'm hoping that next week will be windmill fucking time, but who knows? I don't think it's going to be because we got to do the hometowns. Then we get that. I mean... Men tell all. Yeah, then... I mean, God, we're going to have to wait months for this. It's never going to end. Yeah, there's, they're always going to show us this. Our long national nightmare has only will begun. will never be over. Um, yeah, God. I will say, so the boys think that Garrett is just going to mop the floor because they, like... Bro out when Peter comes back with the rose and like, mm-hmm. woo! And they're like, Garrett's gonna wipe the floor with Luke P. And of course, that's bad foreshadowing. You know, yeah, at that you point, you know not. Yeah, that that's not gonna happen. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't have much else to say except I'm really tired of. I don't remember another villain where the conflict was exactly the same Just from episode to, to episode. Yeah. Like even it was the, cause like with Chad, it was like variations of the same conflict and Chad was gone well before this point. Yeah. And what was that? Rachel's season? Was it Rachel? Uh, no, that was Jojo. Okay. Um, so, you know, I would like to see this end because this has been, Bore, I feel a combination like I'm of, almost going to be like resentful if Hannah does end up with Tyler because I feel like she doesn't deserve him. Well, I mean, nobody deserves Tyler. Well, I do. Well, I know you do. But, but you know what I mean? Like, she's yeah. made these terrible choices throughout the season. And I, I honestly feel like she deserves Luke P. If yeah. she's going to keep him around and cut good guys. I don't know. If she's going to cut Connor. Who fades into like the background. Connor. Well, I mean, if she's going to cut Mike. Mike. Right. Yeah. Mike's a great guy. And I get it. Like, sometimes you just don't have chemistry, but Luke's still around and Mike's not. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Mike for it's Bachelor. Nonsense. Mike for Bachelor. Yeah. Don't you think, like, I was thinking about this recently. Like, it would be, on one hand, it would be great if there was a black Bachelor. But on the other hand, I feel like it's almost, like, too late for them to get any credit for it. At this point, like I feel like they should have done that in like. Let's just keep white guys. No, no, that's it's not too late. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying, saying like, 
like that's great, but like you should have done that in like 2009. Well, sure. You and know? our daughter's school should have been desegregated right. 50 years of ago, course. but somehow we skirted that. Yeah. And I'm just saying, like, it's, it's like I don't think that they should get a round of applause for that's it, but what I'm I saying. think that yeah. they should do it. They should do it, but I don't think we should be like, woo, you finally did something that you should have done 15 years ago. Yes. Yeah. All right, so um, yeah, well, we'll see what happens next year. I bet here's uh, here's a bit bold prediction: Luke P is a jerk, and it takes up half the episode. Here's a spoiler alert, guys: we will be back in Alabama recording on our normal schedule. Yes, thank God. Thank you for putting up with our uh, summer travels. We yeah. are in Seattle, which is another bachelor hotspot. We should yeah. look up Jason Mesnick. Oh yeah. See if he's crying on a balcony somewhere. There's a, yeah, for us. there's yeah. a bunch of people that live out yeah, here. Yeah, Jason and Molly. Yeah, we should. I bet we probably ran into them at the park today and didn't even notice with their kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, gang, we appreciate you being patient with us. We expect a lot of five star reviews this week, um, and we'll see you next week. God loves a terrier. Yes, he does. God loves a terrier. That's because small, sturdy, bright, and true. They give their love to you. God didn't miss a stitch. Be it dog or be it bitch. When he made the Norwich merrier with its cute little terrier. Yes, God loves a terrier. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.